from a galaxy far, far away. And a bookshelf straight out of the 90s. From Thrawn to Dantooine. And everything in between. This is Legends Look Back. We are here for Legends Look Back, and we could not be more excited. Did the pre-recorded episode for last week. I had to, like, you know, talk Rick through how to press the buttons just right in order to start the episode, and... Uh, something kind of weird and maybe disturbing. It's up to you if you think it's disturbing. Happened between shows. As you know, been building the Star Wars room up here, putting the books on the shelves, and I uh, got the little figurines and the toys, and my kids are often up here with me. It's kind of sweet, in fact, just how much they love coming up here with me and, like, looking at the Funko Pops. And Lucy, my little one, likes to pet Walrus Man's head a lot. Ponda Baba, he's kind of got a smooth scalp. Does a lot of, like, petting him. Anyway, well, she's especially drawn to, as we showed on a couple episodes ago, the Jedi Masters in their chairs. You know what I'm talking about, guys? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so the Jedi Masters in the chairs. I got three of these things. Um, I would eventually love to have, like, a full Jedi Council of all 12, but, you know, Ooh. collecting. You got to take things one at a time. Right now, I've got Yoda, Mace Windu, and... Na-na-na-na! Oppo Rancisis. All right. Now, here's nice. the deal with Oppo Rancisis. What would you guys say are Oppo's defining qualities as a as a being? Mm. Either uh, the the tail or the headbeard. Also, yeah. also, he has some pretty wild fingernails, if I remember correctly. Ooh. Is that correct? Fingernails. Oh, whoa! Look at those things. Uh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I've not even noticed those. Some oh my gosh! Depth. Well, you are correct. Great fingernails. Definitely. Somebody needs to recommend. Um, a manicure yep. <laughs> to Mr. Rancisis here. Now, did you know that, uh, in fact, Oppo Rancisis has more yeah, has than four arms, these right? two hands? You know this, Jacob? Yeah, they're like know? hidden in the cloak or whatever. Mike, I had no idea. I've had this thing for like two years, three years. My kid lifted up his cloak. What? And <laughs> he's got secret hands under his robe. What? Not one. But two pairs of these crazy, weird, long fingernails. Nice. And uh, if that doesn't make you rethink your life, I don't know what will. Yeah, that's crazy. Yep, yep. Somebody needs to make a gif out of me lifting up Orensis's skirt. Well, I don't know if that's entirely appropriate. (laughs) (laughs) We're just going to breeze right past that. Hands where we can see him, Obo. And uh, start the show. What do you say, guys? Are we doing that now? Okay, cool. Let's do it. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. All right. Starting now. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Legends Look Back, probably part of the Utini Podcast Network. This is a Star Wars books podcast whose show notes are written entirely in blowpen, where we <laughs> celebrate our rich EU history as well as dive into lesser-known Star Wars classics. I'm your host, Jared Mays, and I'm joined tonight by my legendary co-hosts, Freddie C. Wait, no, Freddie... All right, no Freddy tonight. Freddy is moving. In fact, he is uh, loading his shipments up onto the transport and hoping he doesn't have to jettison them out the airlock because then Jabba the Hutt's going to send Greedo over to, you know, do something about it, and Freddy's going to have to shoot him, and it's a whole thing. Freddy's not here tonight. Freddy, we miss you. What's up, buddy? Also, Emily Daybeck is not here with us because she had her baby! Yay, Yay, babies! Emily. (laughs) She is, in fact, here with us in the chat, and... 
um, only has one pair of hands, none others under his onesie. Anyway, congratulations to the Day Beck family. We do have a message from Emily in just a second. We're going to catch up with her. Uh, very awesome of her to record something for us <laughs> right after such a huge life moment. And so uh, uh, we miss you. It's weird without you. But you know what? We still have Rick Grace. How are you, Rick? Yeah, I'm good. I'm here and back to it. It's been good to... Uh, felt like we took a break, even though we still had a show last week, but just... Um, now we're back to it. It's another Thursday. It is weird. Even though I thought Let's it was admit. Monday today, so it's fine. We're here, though. Right. Yeah, yeah. He said... Uh, it's, he's, I said, it's been a long week, Rick said. Why? It's only Monday. <laughs> <laughs> it's not even remotely Monday. <laughs> And uh, you know who else it's not Monday for? Our esteemed guest. You know him and love him from the likes of the Cosmic Force, the Utini Discord channel, Law School. That is Jacob Bosch. How are you, Jacob? I'm doing well. Uh, I'm alive. Uh, you know, that's, that's, I can say that for sure. For sure. Um, you know. <laughs> Perfect. That's all yeah, we need. Yeah. It's, uh, it's nice to be here. Uh, you know, nice to uh, spend my Thursday evening with you guys talking about. Um, all the, uh, the collecting we've been doing over the past many years. So I'm glad to be here. Yeah. Yeah. Especially because I get to show off my hardcover copy of Jacob's favorite book, Shadows of the Empire. Am I right? It's, it's my favorite so much that I have never read it. So, you know, (laughs) I'm, I'm just, (laughs) I'm just saving it, you know, I'm saving that experience. Even though it was required reading for this show, you still only could read the comics. Yes, that's true. (laughs) I love that. Well, uh, as we said, we do have a word from Emily. Emily, who is not with us tonight, but uh, I, in fact, had to write the episode description. Yeah. And as I was writing it, I remember thinking, Emily's going to think this is a wild description. I don't remember how to do these without her help. <laughs> Emily, we need you. However, let's hear a little word from Emily. Well, that was really awesome from Emily. Really grateful that she sent that in to us. And... uh I got to admit, it kind of sent up like a firestorm on the team. You know, Emily, obviously, they're in a big life transition, you know, make it or break it, trying to take care of their little one. And yet uh, the likes of us, our hive of scum and villainy Star Wars book collectors, we saw those shelves and everybody started drooling over them. Um, Trevor from across the pond was like, oh, I've never seen a copy of that. It was some Vader book and was like, grab it and mail it to me. And Corey <laughs> said, hold on, guys, let's let's back this up a second. Are we really about to commit a heist against the children's hospital? <laughs> is, is that really what's happening here? Uh, and a very nice Australian accent there for our... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, it's funny. Yeah, I have no idea where he's from. I know it's just over there. Uh, let's see. You said Trev? We've had some debate. Tre- Tre- right. Wales. Wales. Wales it, yeah. Is Wales a real country? Is it really? I thought it was I a mammal. Uh, he, you know, oh, there we go. He can he can yell at me when he <laughs> when he jokes. wakes up in like six hours. So oh, I know it, I know it. Oh, now Emily does say some of the books are even bannerless, which leads oh, us man. to our topic tonight. We are talking all about the world of legends collecting, and I can't wait to get to it. I gotta say, I'm deep in the collecting rabbit hole right now, mm. and hope to suck all of you down with me. Mm. No, but I do want to say, uh, relating to Emily's little one and uh, where they are staying in the Children's Hospital of Orange County, you also, esteemed listener, have the chance to donate and help contribute to their Star Wars book collection. If you're looking at those shelves and you're saying, that's a lot of copies of, of uh, what's the one? that there's Shadows of the Empire. Let's put some other ones up there. 
it's up to you. You can get the job done. In fact, we have a link that we are putting in the chat where you can donate new copies, unread, unread copies. you got to keep them clean. Those babies don't like dirty books, y'all. And, of course, you can help the people get their hands on the Star Wars books. got to say, though, not a bad collection they've got going on. No. I mean, I think think if if I'm donating, what you got to do, because they have a lot of copies of Heir to the Empire with the Legends banner, uh... You know, I think you gotta help them round out the trilogy. I don't think I don't know if they had any uh, copies of Dark Forces Rising or Last Command, but you know, if I'm in in a Children's Hospital Hospital of Orange County, I think I want to finish the trilogy. So uh, th- that'd definitely be my goal. Nice, good suggestion, Jacob. Mm-hmm. I think there's 16 Timothy Zahn Star Wars books, if I am correct. So there's a lot more that we can donate there. We get some outbound flights up in there. Mm-hmm. How about some uh, some ascendancy? In fact, in the mm. Discord, we've got a big duel happening right now. The finals of the Utini March Madness is dropping right now as we speak. Light of the Jedi up against Heir to the Empire. So, Legends listeners, I'm calling you to help us win the Legends Canon War once and for all. Mm. And it's going to be phenomenal it's, if Legends wins. I'll make you a deal. If Legends wins, I will buy myself... One new Legends hardcover to celebrate. Wow. What do y'all that's say? So, <laughs> that's so generous of you, Jared. Yeah, I feel like this might be a given one way or the other, but uh, it could just be confidence. That could be it. Oh, yeah. yeah. How about well, you put something got... real on the line and give us a Kawakian uh, monkey lizard impersonation if Legends wins? All right, we can do that. We can do that. Yeah. I'll, I'll work on my salacious B crime laugh and there you go. see if I can bring that to next week. Uh, not pe- pecking anybody's eyes out, though. That's fair. He does chow down on c3po's eyes now a couple of fun things we've got coming up down the pipe we've got uh, three things here tonight in legends lookout before we move on to an extra epic thracken's thrift store for our, our collecting episode and that is first and foremost i'm gonna be on the living force monday night and i'm so excited featuring an episode of eric's stupid game that jacob and i have collaborated on and it's going to be Unlike anything you've ever seen on the Living Force, isn't it, Jacob? Uh, unlike anything you've seen on the Living Force, but it is like something you may have seen on Legends Look Back as, as a hint. <laughs> that is correct. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> that is correct. This was this is such a fun, goofy project that like I stayed up really late at night, like after I'd already turned the lights off and gotten under the covers <laughs> and like was already falling asleep, and then Bing, I had my idea. I messaged Eric. I messaged Jacob, and then I just stayed awake, looking at my phone, sending messages, doodling ideas down uh, for like two hours. It was one of those kind of ideas. You know what I'm talking about? I, I do feel bad. It's probably partially my fault that you were up at least as late as you were, because I was also sending you ideas back <laughs> at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, I expected Jacob to be like, oh yeah, totally, going on the back burner, I'll get to it next week. Instead, he was like, how about this, right here, right now? Mm. All right, I don't want to spoil it. I'm a really bad secret keeper. Moving on. Jacob, what's next? Uh, next is some uh, big Utini news. You've probably heard it if you uh, tuned into uh, the Living Force or the Cosmic Force recently, uh, but Utini will be a celebration in, uh, in a somewhat official capacity. Uh, so we'll have a booth on the show floor as well as a panel. Uh, so it's super exciting. The first time we've, well, you know, there's a, there's a Utini presence in Chicago, but it's the first time we've had uh, more of an official role going on there, so it's very exciting. And of course, uh, we want to thank all of our patrons for making it possible uh, without your support. We definitely would not be where we are. Uh, the microphone I am reaching you with is uh, because of our patrons. So 
you know, uh, thank you so much for all that. Uh, I know, I believe Jared will be there, and I believe Freddie will be yeah. there. So, you know, you'll definitely get some Legends Look Back uh, crew there. Uh, I, In fact, the plans are for everybody but Rick. <laughs> I'm sorry, Rick. <laughs> I know, me too. We'll see what it, how it all shakes out for Emily. But uh, the plan is that all three of us will be there. Minus that's Rick. awesome. Yeah, sorry, no, that's cool. I I'm terrible at saving money, so I couldn't probably make it work <laughs> this decade. So it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> well, very excited. We've got some fun things coming up for that. And Freddie's got some video gear. We're gonna be shooting footage for mm. Legends Look Back. You'll be seeing some fun stuff coming your way. But uh, hey, if you're wanting to hang out with us, come to our Utini party. Buy your celebration tickets and plane tickets and hotel tickets. You buy tickets to a hotel. There's a lot of stuff to buy. Anyway. Hope to see you there, and if not, you can check us out here at Legends Look Back. We'll keep you up to date with what we've got going on. And Rick, finally, in Legends Look Out, what do we have? Yes, sir. So, Jared, you've been busy updating your new Star Wars room. you got a new house. It's been probably a couple months now you've lived there. And you have been taking uh, the patrons behind the scenes looking at the Yavin base build, and there's another episode that is out. And this week, it is all about the bookshelves. So, pretty exciting to to get to see all the work you're putting into that room and um, makes me and the rest of us all jealous of how cool that room's coming together. So, good job, man. It's coming together really nice. In fact, like... Thank you. When I come home from work, sometimes I just like run up here and grab my Star Wars book and sit in my chair <laughs> and I'm like, ah. Yes. It, but the problem is now it's so good that like I don't feel the need to actively be working on anything. Yeah. So I've stalled out a bit. Yep. But I don't have a door up here. My cat keeps bugging me. Yeah. So I, the door is going to be a big build. Mm. I think I have all the supplies for it. You're building the door? So we'll see. Oh, I know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to construct a like triangular door, like a Star Wars, like a sliding door. Hmm. It's gonna have lights. Is it gonna be like shape, shaped like a Star Destroyer, like pizza shape? So I did this shape. So I'm oh. trying to say, like the Masassi Temple. Yeah, yeah. that works. Kind of shape. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Well, yeah, but it's a big job. So uh, I've not started. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a big job. But I did go to Hobby Lobby today, hey. and I bought a. I bought a Star Wars decoration. <laughs> nice. Uh, can't reach it, so I'll show it off next week. All right. Uh, Thracken's Thrift Store time. We are doing an episode tonight all about collecting Legends books. So what we're going to do is we're going to show off our newest Legends books. And I don't know if I'm ashamed or excited to say I've got a lot of stuff to show off. <laughs> Let's do it. Part of, part of tonight's episode is just like an intervention for me to stop buying Star Wars books. <laughs> Did you buy the thing I sent you like the other day? Without spoiling that, I did tell okay. them. Tell them what it oh, is. Oh, okay. I, all right. Oh, uh, let me remember. See if I remember the exact one I sent you. Uh, How many people are you enabling? Well, no, I just I don't remember what the exact title of it. I'm pulling up the link. Hold on. Uh, so yeah, there's a uh, you know. Young Jedi Knights is a hard uh, series to get a hold of uh, because it hasn't been in print in a long time, and there's like 13 books. So. Um, the easiest way to get it all in, you know, in as few as get the whole story in as few books as possible is with the sci-fi book uh, collection uh, hardbacks. There are three of them. The first one is pretty easy to find. It's not like super. It's I mean, it's it's pricey, but it's nothing yeah, crazy. It's the only one I already had. It's, it's nothing crazy. It, like, a couple months ago. for you know the kind of stuff we're talking about tonight. Um, the second and third really also aren't that expensive they're just almost impossible to find on sale like they pop up like you go on ebay and you'll find like one or two of them maybe and they disappear very quickly 
Uh, so Jared uh, got a copy of Under the Black Sun, which is the third and final volume of uh, the Sci-Fi Book uh, Club. Uh, yeah, Young Jedi Knights collection. So you're two, nice. two of three down. I think the and I think the third one's the hardest one to get, right? It is, Jacob. You want to hear some more news associated oh, with that? Did you find the second one? <laughs> I did. Yeah. Oh, wow. On the same night, I bought both. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Here's the deal. It was it was for sale. They had a a very good copy, or like new, like an unbelievably good copy through Thrift Books at uh, the exact same price as the other one. So, like you know, more than I typically spend on a Star Wars book, but not more than I'm willing to spend on one of these. Mm. So I bought both volumes two and three in the same day. After Jacob, just a couple of days before that, I had declared, sweeping declaration, I'm not <laughs> spending any more money on Legends books until after Celebration. And then you know what Jacob does? He sends me a link to a really nice, collectible Star Wars book <laughs> I wanted and didn't have, and I bought it. I also got, a few weeks ago, these been sitting around, been waiting to show off. Mm. Speaking of Young Jedi Knights, the paperbacks of, this is... The Lost Ones, pristine. Look how crisp wow. this copy yeah. is. I mean, it, it. Look at those corners, Rick. Mm-hmm. Look at those corners. Beautiful. Ninety That's degrees. The Lost Ones, and this is without a doubt, one hundred percent, no doubt whatsoever. My very favorite Legends cover of all time, lightsabers. Wow. Mm-hmm. Um, just that castle, on I think it's on Hapes and uh, Luke's. <laughs> Wait, face is, it, is a is little it, sus. Is it Hapes? I say Hapes. Oh, I thought yeah, it was a joke. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah. hold on. <laughs> like, don't touch it or I'll get Hapes. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, that's... <laughs> is that it? Anyway. Herpes? Um, okay, sorry. No, no, no. That's, Hapes. It, anyway. Lightsabers. Very excited about that. I got the... the what is this called? Marvel Epic Collection Legacy mm. Volume 2. It just came out. I had to show this to Jacob because he's a comics guy. Passes the smell test, nice. for sure, featuring Anya Solo. I have not finished this series. I think I've read about half of it. Looking forward to getting into it. And the second-to-last bannerless Ooh. Legends paperback that I need, mm. No Prisoners. I had a bannered copy that I just mailed to Tyler a couple of days ago. There you go. Shout-out to Tyler. He and I have a fun thing coming up very soon involving Legends books. Mm-hmm. All right, how about y'all? Got anything? Uh, Jacob, you got anything? I got a canon thing. I don't know if does that count. We'll allow it. All right, thank you. Uh, have not. Just kidding. Get rid of him. <laughs> no. Uh, yeah. So I uh, finally got my last book I needed for the High Republic, uh, which was uh, Mission to Disaster, and I got a signed copy. So that was very Ooh. exciting. This is well, you can't really see it, but uh, there we go. Kind of. Uh, it's uh pink. Yeah, it's pink. Uh, and it came with a nice little uh, button. It says Jedi of the High Republic. Cool. And it uh, lights up. So that's pretty cool. Nice. Uh, oh, that is that is nice. But Where did you get that at? Uh, this was from Caprichos, which was the local bookstore for Justine Ireland that okay. she always she partners with. Nice. Uh, but this is four out of five High Republic authors I have a signature from. The only thing I don't have a signature from is Daniel Jose Older. So... I'm crossing my fingers that he might do a similar deal with a local bookstore for uh, Edge of Balance Volume 2, and then I can have everyone from Wave 1 having signed a book. So, yeah. Now I'm curious hmm. if I have his. I'm looking around here. Now I feel like I'm going to be up till midnight 
opening up all my <laughs> Daniel Jose older books and comics, looking to see if I have his. I feel like I have um, Last Shot autographed. Mm. I don't know. Hmm. I don't have that out of the box yet. Huh. Not sure. What if I told you guys that I wasn't done? Keep going. Hold on, should I go for a little bit? Because I got a bunch too. Yeah, you go. All right. Yeah, I gotta grab my stack. <clears throat> All right, I'm gonna show you uh, some some books first. But I got some extra stuff. This is about collections, and we have some different collections. But I'll do books first. So I think you guys will appreciate this. I don't know much about this. But check this out. Got this at uh, Half Price Books. The Secrets of Star Wars: oh Shadows goodness. of the Empire. <laughs> Okay, Rick, put that up in front of your face. That's the thumbnail. Yeah, uh-huh, without a doubt. Like, make it where it looks like it's your head. Back it up. Back it up. Ba- yeah, there it is, right there. Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, oh, sorry. No. I can smell the dad energy. I know. I know. It's like a puppet, and puppets are one of my things. So you got me going there, um, Eric. <laughs> Sorry, I need to give Eric a warning next time. So yeah, it's got all kinds of behind-the-scenes illustrations and uh, just commentary on... Oh my gosh, look at that Mac, dude. Um, wow. Okay, probably not a Mac, actually, but uh, there's a cat in his lap. I don't know how he's getting work done. There's a cat in his lap. Um, and then... Um, That's a cool book. Yeah, so a lot of fun stuff in there. I saw... I don't remember how much I paid for it, but not much. And so I was like, okay, sure. Um and then a little bitty uh, Return of the Jedi like script book with some pictures in it. Um, this was also like stupid cheap. I think it was like on clearance for like a dollar. And so I was like, okay. Um, this is one I've never seen before. The Military Science of Star Wars. I love me a good like reference book or like, um, you know, philosophy or any kind of like actual subject that we would study in the real world <laughs> that uh, tries to compare. Uh, the Star Wars world, and so this has like um, tactical procedures and weapons and, and tactics, like all that. Um, pathways to a commission. So you want to be an army officer? That's what it says. Like this is great stuff. And so I'm excited about this. And then one, one more book. Um, uh, the Star Wars storybook with full color photographs. Um, this will be a fun one to go through with the kids. Love the classic Death Star with the inverted. I've never seen this thing. Um, Wow, cool. So it's just stories, and it looks like most of A New Hope. Um, Are the are the illustrations colored? They're photos, actually, Um, and they are in color. Uh, Full color. Oh, cool. Yeah, all the colors. Um, (laughs) Available probably in the uh, I'd say early '80s. The looks of it. Um, We'll see when this thing is published. Sorry, now I'm I'm on a tangent. Um, no, seventy eight. So seventy eight. Yeah. Wow, old school. Yeah. So nice. That was a cool little little uh, little set. But that's all the books I got. But I got more to show. You ready for your second wave, Jared? All right. Yeah, I'll be quick. Ready? Lightning round. I, ever since I put my bookshelves up, I was like, you know what? I could fit some more books on these shelves. And I really uh, kind of went overboard and bought quite a few. The problem is I've got a list of the Legends hardcovers I don't have, and so uh, there's a lot. So I bought a good chunk. All right, ready? Here we go. The Corellian Trilogy. Old Republic Deceived. Trying to get, like, all my Old Republic Mm. books. So now I have nearly completed that set featuring Dawn of the Jedi Into the Void. (laughs) Also another copy of it that's on its way here because I accidentally bought two on the same day. (laughs) Luke Skywalker in the Shadows of Mindor. Nice. Haven't read this one yet. Hmm. Is that Matthew Stover? The courtship of 
It is. The Courtship of okay. Princess Leia. The hardcover has her and uh, Fabio in their wedding dresses. And the paperback has uh, Princess Leia riding a Rancor. And uh, so I prefer that cover, but didn't have the hardcover. And then the book that I'm currently reading, Star Wars Tales. Nice. This is a collection, the sci-fi book cover, sci-fi book club edition, collecting Tales from the Most Eisley Cantina, Tales of the Bounty Hunters, and Tales from Jabba's Palace. I read Tales of the Bounty Hunters last week. Hmm. I'm reading Tales from Jabba's Palace right now, and oh my goodness, is it blowing my mind. It's like, all right, you'll ever see that 80s movie Clue? Yeah. No. All right, we're one for two. <laughs> uh, Jacob, Clue, have you played the board game? Yeah. The movie is the board game on cocaine. I'm pretty sure every single actor is on cocaine. I mean, it was the 80s, uh, so. Right, it's, it's fair game. This tracks. As were, like, the filmmakers, because the end of the movie, there's a plot twist, and then it rewinds, and you re- go through the entire events of the movie all over again from another character's perspective, and you realize that the person that you thought was the murderer isn't necessarily who the murderer is. So you get a whole new um, angle on what has transpired, and then they do it again. Hmm. And then they do it again. Hmm. And then they do it again. Clue is the same movie over and over and over from different characters' perspectives, and every single time it changes what you thought about who the murderer is. That is exactly what Tales from Jabba's Palace is. Hmm. And I did not know going into it. No, I don't know that And either. it is delightful. So are these, like, I have uh, the Tales and Paperback, and I also have that SFBC, but I've not read, like, hardly any of them. I started reading one of the Tales of the Bounty Hunter. Are these good, like, stories for kids? There you go. Or are they definitely not (laughs) kid-friendly? Oh, no, 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 no. No, 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 no. No no kids. It's it's so violent. Okay. Was it it the Bosque one you said was really, really bad? The Bosque one in... The Bounty Hunters was one of the most painful stories I've ever read. Wow. But the Zuckus and Forlom, it was a capital L literary experience. Mm. It was, I'm still thinking about Mm. it. I'm like, I'm probably going to reread it within the next few weeks. It was so beautiful. In a nutshell, I'll give it to you in 30 seconds. We'll move on. Mm. Zuckus in Legends has an ability called, oh, dang it, what's it called? He's a, <laughs> it's not. It's in canon, too. I think he's like a, a Wayseeker or something like that. No, not Wayseeker. Uh, um, uh, what's it called? He can, like... Intuition. Oh, okay. He has something called intuition. So he can, like, feel when something's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Like, he's intuitive. In the sense, but then it's kind of similar to what they've done in canon, where like in hyperspace he meditates, and it's it's kind of mystical. And then so Forlom stands there and watches him when <laughs> when Zuckus is meditating and receiving his divine intuition or the Force intuition, and Forlom's like trying to figure out how he does it so that he can do it himself. It is so beautiful and goofy <laughs> in the best Legendsy way possible. Maybe in my top ten legend stories I've ever read in my life. Woo! Nice. How about you, Rick? You got anything else? Yes, sir. Hold on one second. Um, All right. By the way, we got to get a picture of me holding this massive stack just just in case yeah, it's useful. Go for it. <laughs> a little higher, a little higher. Higher, higher. A little higher. Keep going. Keep going. There you go. Now cover your face. There we go. There's the keeper. 
Oh man, amazing! All right, so um, y'all want um, want to talk Funko or figures next? Uh, up to you, Jacob. Uh, let's go Funko. Funko. So, a long, long time ago, in a um, game store, when me and Jared were the same place at the same time, I bought my first Funko. I decided that I was going to start collecting pops and get. Sith Lords. That's what I said. I'm gonna stick to Sith Lords, and I got um, Sith Lords. Yes, exactly. I got Darth Vader, and he makes sounds and glows and it's cool. And then, um, oh, Palpatine, right? Yeah, Vader and Palpatine um, rocking their yeah. their Sithness. I got home and I got a uh, Darth Maul. Actually, bought two Darth Maul because I forgot that I bought one. So, there. Yep, yep, yep. So now I got one for sale. If anyone's want- okay, sorry. Uh, and then, oh, I had to continue the Sith Lord and um, got Jar Jar, um, Darth <laughs> Darth Jar Jar, and um, he's also a fan favorite. I just love Jar Jar. And, uh, oh, yeah, and then Boba Fett, he's not a Sith Lord, but he's cool. Oh, oh no, now I'm no longer in Sith Lords. Oh, and then uh, right. Ahsoka, because Ahsoka, and, right. oh, look, it's Luke with Grogu. That's cool. And why not? How about a Bantha with the Mandalorian with Grogu? <laughs> yeah. I knew this was going to get out of hand. And then um, Rick is boss. illustrating the dangers yeah. of collecting without boundaries, mm-hmm. ladies and gentlemen. Yes, I need help. Send help. So, Rick, it's funny you mentioned collecting Sith Lords and your Vader having lights and sounds, uh, being yeah. a lights and sounds Funko, which, of course, you know, they cost more, as as, as they do. Um, mm-hmm. I'll have to send you something in disc or in Slack after this, because they uh, launched a new, it's called the Red Lightsaber Series. Ooh. It's a series of five Funkos with glow-in-the-dark and uh, lights and sounds figures. Sound Hold on. And I think I can hear Rick <laughs> taking out another so as well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm no longer credit worthy, so probably not. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it is a well it's not all sith but it is all uh dark side users uh the first they've unveiled palpatine and they've showed like the like previews of the rest of the one and it's like pretty clearly maul savage dooku mm. and vader so it's gonna be a nice set of all dark side wielding lights and sounds glow in the dark funkos so that'll run you like mm, uh... 100 and Twenty dollars somewhere in that ballpark, probably for all of them. They're so, not out yet, right? Uh, the the uh, Palpatine one is up for pre-order uh, with GameStop. I can send that to you. Don't yeah. underestimate Rick's ability to strike a deal. I was with him <laughs> once, and we got the exact same book. He got it for five dollars cheaper. Oh, he, he was just kind of uh, what's the word for like charming? I was just being myself. Smarmy is smarmy <laughs> yeah. a word? Sure, I don't know. All right, well, it's in your Slack yeah. DMs, so there you go. You're welcome. Oh, <laughs> enabler. That's what I do. So the point tonight, of course, is set yourself some boundaries, set yes, yourself some limits, yes. and then violate those limits and talk about it for the world to hear on a Can podcast. we just talk about how buying is cheaper than therapy? And uh, is it? some shopping therapy. Okay. It depends okay. on what you're it's buying. Like, you sound like my therapist, Jared. Thanks for that. <laughs> my, it's like my insurance can't cover my Star Wars collectibles, unfortunately. So, <laughs> Right? <laughs> Uh, amazing amazing well we've got so much more to talk about in the world of collecting but before we do we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back we'll talk about paperbacks banner or no banner hardbacks mm. tall or short comics single issues or trade paperbacks or omnibuy or there's a lot to talk about isn't there guys true. let's get to it let's face it 
there's not a ton of new Legends content that's been coming out since 2014. There's some. Hey, we keep you up to date in the Legends Lookout segment. Boy, do we. Mm. But mostly reprints. You know, Essential Legends collections, Marvel Epic collections, the big hardcover comics, Omnibuy, so forth and so on. But so much of how many of us enjoy being a modern-day Legends fan is by adding more fine additions to our collections. How is my General Grievous there? Let's see if I can get some coughing going, Rick. <clears throat> anyway, <laughs> tonight we're going to break it all down. Let's start off with the paperbacks, all right? Let's keep it keep it simple. Mm. Just like the age-old question, and by that I mean the 2014 old question. Do you prefer your Legends paperbacks with the banner or without the banner? Hmm. So if there's an option, I mean, I'm going to say bannerless, but uh, for me, when I was completing my collection, at least of adult, you know, canon books and Legends books, well, Legends books specifically here, I um, I just wanted a copy, you know, whether I got it found in a hard cup, hardcover, you know, science fiction book club, paperback, Legends, bannered, whatever. I just wanted a copy. And then I've kind of gone back through and getting more hardcovers or bannerless, but that's, right. honestly, the banners don't bother me that much. Jacob, yeah, no, that's fair. I, I think that's. I think we're all mostly mostly on the same page. I'm also a bannerless person. I definitely have the smallest Legends collection by far. Um, but and, and I don't I don't dislike the look of the Legends banner. I think it looks fine. I just think yeah. it's it, for me at least. It's a matter of nostalgia. The like the part of the experience of like reading a Legends book for me is like cracking open your mass market paperback like beater copy with yes. no banner like it smells like an old book like that's what i enjoy like you know that's just my experience like you know i, I should see what i'm reading right now my java's <laughs> palace cover i'm like trying to keep it from falling apart while i read it it's like i mean i don't even really like go for legend i mean the young jedi knights uh is like my exception i really don't buy hardcover legends books i think the paperback is just more similar to my experience as a kid reading these books so yeah that's that's my that's my take Oh, so you didn't collect the hardcovers at all? No. Ooh. Interesting yeah. wrinkle in tonight's episode. Mm-hmm. I see that coming. Yeah. Nice. Uh, yeah, I am on the bannerless side of things, but I like the way Jacob said it. I also agree. The banner doesn't bother me. I'm not offended by it. I don't think it looks bad. Mm-hmm. I actually saw a collection recently. Oh, it was the, the thing that Emily said. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, of all those pristine copies, those colors are sharp. Yeah. Those books have yet to have their spines broken. Mm. Um. I kind of just want to touch them. You know what I mean? <laughs> like every time I go to Barnes & Noble, I'm not going to buy any of the banner copies, but I'd just like to go over there and take a look at some crisp, clean Legends books. So, so you're a, a sniffer and a toucher, huh? <laughs> oh, no. What have we done? <laughs> I, I, yeah, I think I think a lot of us just appreciate having a, you know, a, as uniform as a possible of a collection, you know? For some of us, that's uniform without a banner, but you know, uniform with a banner also looks pretty cool. Now, somebody said this week we were having this debate in the Discord. Somebody said not every Legends book has, not every adult Legends book has a banner yet. I don't know what the ones are that don't yet have a banner, but hmm. see that bothers me equally. Such as the fact that there are five, the big five, as I call them, five books that are not available in paperback without a Legends banner. Uh, let's tell you guys what the books are, and then let me ask what we should do about this problem. Number one, 
Mall Lockdown. Hmm. Number two, Kenobi. Number three, Honor Among Thieves. Four, Razor's Edge. And five, Crucible. Now, there's one more that is on the fence. You guys know about this? It's a whole dilemma. Uh, I mean, it's, I like to call it the Legends White Whale. It's, it's in the show notes, so I mean, I can see it, obviously. But yeah, I, I was aware of this because isn't it like the, uh, the so the book is Lost Tribe of the Sith, which was published in trade paperback format, which is like the taller uh, paperback, similar yeah, to you the, keep going and I'll grab my yeah, copies of it. Similar to the Essential Legends uh, collection, uh, that, that size, that format. So in the U.S., it had the banner uh, for the most part, and then in the U.K., it had no banner. But I believe it was something like that. Like one of the other distinguishing factors was like the text on the cover was green instead of yellow or something like that. If I remember correctly. Oh yes, but ugly. Uh, Uh Yeah. So uh, (laughs) it's you know very hard to get without a banner. But even if you get it without a banner, it doesn't match the same size as most of your other Legends paperbacks. So that's right. And then here's the the right as you said in the U.S. For the most part, there is a bannerless U.S. regular-sized paperback, mm. but it is the absolute white whale of Legends paperbacks. It is the hardest thing ever to find. I do not yet own one. I do have my uh, Legends banner uh, trade paperback of Lost Tribe of the Sith. I remember reading this while I sat in the theater and waited for... The Force Awakens hmm. to come on in 2015. Didn't these come out as uh, like Eno- Inovellas first? Yes, okay. yes. And then the printed version has one more story, okay. like mm-hmm. a a, novel- uh, a novella. I mean, the last short story yeah. is the longest, so it is. It's it's you get your money's worth. Cool. And then the green. Ooh. You can't even read this. That's that's just how sick it looks it like is. a like a Goosebumps like font style. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. So. Listeners, if anybody has the U.S. regular-sized paperback. So that's the U.K. version you have there? Uh-huh, right. Nice. It is correct. So are all three yep. versions the trade paperback size, or is there one that's mass-market paperback? Oh, the yeah, U.K. So version is mass-market. Mm. Right. It's weird. Mm-hmm. Very strange happenings with this book. Whoa. Very strange. His nose got bigger, I swear. <laughs> <laughs> it's a big nose. All right. Now... Uh, the paperback world, we've beat it to death. Uh, but the fact of the matter is, there's also the size dilemma. Do you guys have a preference on <sighs> the the size? I gotta say, I kind of like the readability of these big boys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so early on, when I was collecting books in general, I, I liked the price point of mass market paperback. But then, like we kind of mentioned, you know, you break the spine and the book starts falling apart. And you can almost get those trade paperbacks to lay flat, or at least they're they're more comfortable reading. I get like hand cramps trying to hold a mass market paperback, you know, open sometimes. I'm also clumsy, so maybe that's just me. But uh, I prefer trade park paperback. Yeah, these are the real struggles of Legends fans, <laughs> everybody. <laughs> your hands can cramp, your pages can fall out, your your bank your accounts empty. Books can have a your, yeah, you can't get credit. Your uh, <laughs> books have these. Banners at the top. What are we gonna do? <laughs> what are we gonna do, Jacob? Do you have a preference on size? I just turned around and I realized I don't own a single trade paperback in oh, at least of Star Wars. Of I think I have like a few like regular novels in that size, but you know, when's the last time I've read a non-Star Wars book? Right. I right. can't really tell you to be honest. So yeah, I 
I don't know if I have a preference. You know, I, I think looks look wise, I like the mass market paperback, but I think, yeah, I, I, if I remember correctly, I think you know, I think I've had some good reading, physical reading experiences with the trade paperbacks. They are really, really readable. My trouble is with Lost Tribe of the Sith. I put a real nasty crease Ooh. here Ooh. from where my like finger went ah. when I bit the pages back. Real nasty crease. Yeah, but that crease is a memory. Well, it kind of uh, looks like a Sith went to town on it, you know, like was scratching <laughs> at it or something. I don't know. It has some stories, yeah. some character. Yeah. Or my nervous hands as I was waiting for The Force Awakens <laughs> to come out. Could have been a Let's hand cramp, on to you know. Har- okay, sorry. It could have been. That's right. Let's move on to hardcovers. Speaking of size, we have two different sizes in Legends hardcovers. I've got two different versions of Dark Lord of the Sith. Why? Because I accidentally bought a second one and I already owned one. <laughs> Uh, Dark Lord of the Sith here, The Rise of Darth Vader, I've got in the... I like to call these affectionately tall boys. <laughs> though I think the more <laughs> correct term is the retail version. Hmm. The the retail version. And then the science fiction book club version. Nice. Or you got, uh, you know, yeah. the, the Baby Yoda version. Just a little <laughs> smaller. Okay, to me... The SFBC, I have to say the acronym every time because I have to like think through, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's fine. Yeah, they're creepy to me because I'm so used to the regular size. Once I see them, it's like, whoa, every single time. So I've got a bunch of them too, but they creep me out for some reason. I I do prefer the taller version. However, here's the problem. There's quite a few books that were not published in the Tall Boy retail version. <laughs> Therefore, the science book club, science fiction book club did publish these shorter squatter versions. Yeah. The then if you squatter. want a uniform bookshelf, what are you going to do? Got to buy the short one. Or just I know buy the, it, yeah. Yeah, I know the big one is Legacy of the Force because I think of the nine books, three of them got a standard size hardcover, but all of them got a sci-fi book club yeah. hardcover. Yeah. Ah, it's hurting me yeah. deep within my soul. Think about... Okay, but isn't that a like a perfect metaphor for what Legends is? You know? It is. Yes, I was making this exact it's point like, earlier. Go, go, explain this. Yeah, way. like you got all these hodgepodge assembly of of sizes. You got the trade paperback, the mass market paperback. Your your tall boy, big boy. What do you call it? Tall, tall boy, boy uh-huh. not big boy. <laughs> One word, tall boy. Tall right. boy. Yeah, and then your 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 creepy ones. And so, like, you don't know what's going to be on your shelf. And every every reading experience for a different book is different because it's different sizes, different hand cramp positions that come up. Um, and so it's like the hodgepodge of stories and legends. You never know what you're going to get. So that's it's exciting like, that's, stuff. That's my experience with like my higher public shelf because it's like, mm. either, you know, I tried putting it in, in timeline order and there are so many different formats that's like junior novel, YA book, adult novel, manga, yeah. comic, uh, comic trade paperback, IDW comic trade paperback. Every single right? one is a different size. Every single yes. one. It's like when the, um, Oh, uh, then the uh, kids' storybooks. It's another one. Yeah, like I got yeah. like six different formats of books. So yeah, it's it's a bit of a mess. I remember the uh, the was it the Myth and Fables that came out. You yes, know? there are three and different they... sizes of that book. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> exactly. I think I have all three because I have to. You know. Um, but yeah, that's that's Star Wars for you. <gasps> I think I only have two of that one. Are there three? There's a Target, a uh, retail copy, a regular retail copy, and the Park uh, Galaxy's Edge one. And universe, so, yeah. 
The I only have two. Which, which one? This are you? looks like a job for. Hey, no, no, I no, have no. one for Thrift sale. Books. What are you looking for? Okay. <laughs> yeah. Which one do you not have? Okay. I, we're gonna find out after the show. Because okay. the Target one you no. don't need. If you have the Galaxy's Edge one, which is like the leather bound one. Uh, 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 don't you say I don't need it? They have different covers. They this have different the... covers, but that one, the the one that Rick has, has all the stories. The Target yeah. one has three extra stories. The Galaxy's Edge one has six extra stories. So they have different covers. They do oh, have yeah. different covers. <laughs> that is true. I got a set of the Target exclusive that I will sell you. I think, yeah, okay. We'll after find out after celebration, show. after celebration, after celebration. No, I need to make a buck. Okay, we've been over this. I need to, I need to like fund my habits. That's right. That's right. We need, uh, we need one of those memes of, uh, oh, who is it? Dave Chappelle with the powder on his face. It's like, got any more of those Legends books? <laughs> That's what tonight is all about. Okay, well, we've talked about the size. The fact of the matter is, size matters not, everybody. Mm. Do it however you do it. Grab the books, put them on your shelf, read them, give them to a friend. Scratch them, sniff them, whatever. (laughs) Scratch them, (laughs) sniff them, and move along. Move along. Uh, Now, the fact of the matter is, some of the esteemed Legends books were not released in the retail version, Tallboy edition i've got books everywhere tonight with this episode they're falling over in my lap some of them were not released even in a sci-fi book club Mm. edition sadly Mm. then what are we going to do about these some of these books in particular would be infamously the x-wing series Mm -hmm. do not have hardcover editions it hurts except for one mercy kill so then are you going to get it as a hardcover but not the others oh yeah well yeah yeah, <laughs> what's yeah, what's the solution here, guys? Um, I've got one, but it's not entirely. Legal. I just went to your your solution in my head. I like the first time I considered because I love like the books of that series that I've read, and so having them in hardcover would be nice. Yeah, we won't say it. No, but the fact of the matter is, there are people who this keeps up at night, and so we have to find mm-hmm. workarounds. Mm-hmm. We have to find workarounds. However, this leads me to a very important point that I want to make very clearly on this show. Getting a lot of Legends books, especially hardcovers, the only way to get these is in the aftermarket. The problem with that is what, guys? <sighs> There's a cost. Yeah, it's like I've, okay. I've spent a lot of time For on us. eBay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, the other, the other uh, downside oh. is yeah, you're not supporting the author directly anymore. And this, this bothers yeah. me. Yeah. This does. This does. I've got a solution. Hmm. You Venmo the author money for dinner. Just kidding. <laughs> no, here's what you do. I, I'm of the opinion that if you get a, uh, a book from, you know, thrift books, aftermarket, you know, uh, thrift store, so forth and so on, I like to have paid the author for the book in some form or fashion first. So I own a lot of the books on Kindle. Hmm. Uh, I've got quite a bit of them on Audible, obviously more of them coming out these days in unabridged format. I like to have first, in some form or fashion, purchased the book in a way that supports the author. Hmm. Uh, Do you want to say it is important to support authors? Other ways you can do this is to go out, and a lot of them have um, other books that are not Star Wars. You could take a a peek at and read some of their other works. Um, there are ways to, you know, go and buy like a really nice collectible. What was uh, your solution you were giving earlier, Jacob? Oh yeah, uh, here I can pull one off the shelf. It is comics related, and it's Omnibuy or Ooh. Omnibus, Omnibuses. Uh, so <laughs> you know, I got mine of the Old Republic here. 
you can you know they're coming out with like legends ones of these currently like this this was i think last july this came out um so yeah you can grab these uh and you know john zach miller got paid a residual for this uh, for this comic book and i got to enjoy it for the first time um you know yeah we can get into comics collecting later but this is you know it would be nearly impossible for me to it, it would be a lot of work and a lot of money for me to track down 50 issues of the old republic um or i can just buy them all at once and support him and get this beautiful nice collectible copy uh that looks great Ooh, on a so shelf collectible. so mm. yeah that is yeah, a great way you I'm can still support authors that the bigger the book the better it looks on the shelf mm. i've started picking up more and more of these i want to buy and that shelf is looking f- 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 fantastic <laughs> And I'm um, like, do I need to buy all three editions of the original Marvel years? Am I ever going to read those things? I don't know, but they're going to look good on the shelf. Did you see? Uh, we had a we had a a, a blind face posted a picture of all of his Omnibuy in the boxes. He has like almost every Marvel published Omnibuy, and it like it's just like two boxes full of them, which. If you're moving, don't do that. That's like, you know, each box is like probably, you know, 40 pounds. Um, so not not great moving tips, but it, yeah. it, it looked gorgeous together. Like, uh, you know, I, I don't think I've seen a picture of his on a shelf, but uh, I can only imagine how looks how nice it looks with all of them together. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Well, I do want to say another great, great way to support the authors, make sure they get some residual pay is... Um, you can, of course, get the new Essential Legends collections. Mm-hmm. These are actively supporting the authors whose books are being reprinted in this way, which is one of the big reasons why I support this project. For more on this, watch The Living Force Monday night, mm-hmm. and uh, we're going to talk all about the Essential Legends collections. That's one of the, the big reasons why this is important, is the, the great books of the past. The authors continue to get paid for their work. Now, guys, on the subject of hardcovers... Let me toss it out to the room. What is your, let's play a little game here. What's your rarest hardcover? What's one that you think would like fetch the most? Like what's a expensive, you know, one of these that uh, is like a refinance your house kind of book. Can I cheat? Why not? It's legends. It's not. (laughs) (laughs) It's uh, this. This is the. uh, But. He is a legend. Yeah, that's that's so. why I think it's okay because you know <laughs> Thrawn is a legends hero or anti-hero uh. villain, whatever. Uh, so this is the Chaos Rising out of print print cover. Um, this retailed for one hundred and fifty dollars. It no longer sells for one hundred and fifty dollars. It's limited. Right. It's limited to seven hundred fifty copies. Has a nice slip cover, which I'm not really going to mess with right now because I don't want to damage the uh, dust jacket. Um, these yeah, get your oily fingers off. These that regularly sell on eBay for over sixteen hundred dollars and as high as two thousand. Um, and they are probably going to increase in price in April when the lesser evil copy comes out to complete the trilogy. So the fact that I passed on that is causing me indigestion. Yeah, yeah, too. yeah, yeah. No, I uh, <laughs> it hurts. Long hurts. story, but I had an extra, and I uh, that I accidentally got. Uh, I ordered one for myself, and my partner ordered one for me for Christmas, and we did not realize that at the time. So we ended up with two. Um, and I was like, I feel all, I would feel awful about selling this, like and like scalping it and making a ton of money. Like I didn't want to do that because I took it. I, I in essence took it away from someone that would have wanted it on accident. So I put it out to our Slack team. It's like, hey, I will sell this to you basically at cost, just add shipping. Um, 
this was before the greater good copy came out, which is when it spot skyrocketed in price the first time. Mm. And yeah, at, the, at that point they would, they're going around like $350 on eBay. I asked for basically yeah. $200 for the shipping and the cost of the original book. Um, and, uh, Jared and Eric were both the ones that were interested. They kind of went back and forth. Neither of them really wanted it at the time. Cause you know, they're trying to save up for other stuff. And then Eric eventually took it. And then after that, yeah, it's, you know, like quadrupled in value. So it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> That's so all that you, fine. Jacob. See, look at, look at my, look at Jacob's, first of all, look at Jacob's, uh, you know, nobility, mm. his integrity and look at my frugality you see you know, i saving money I, self-control i was see I where was that's no- getting you <laughs> i was noble but i was noble because i was only gonna like bring home like a you know a couple hundred bucks if i knew how much it was gonna go go up i would yeah, have not uh-huh. have given it to uh-huh. you guys i would have waited <laughs> fair absolutely fair congratulations eric and uh, <laughs> thank you thank you absolutely now uh i've gotta admit i don't have a ton of like super rare collectible books i have a large collection of you know star wars insider magazines single issue comics um graphic novels you know trade paperbacks i've got the entire canon hardcover collection including you know except for the out of print um thrawn books i've got every you know every cover i don't have you know the con covers and that sort of thing but um, with all the higher public books, like I've got all the covers that they've done on all of those. So a massive canon collection book, building out my Legends hardcover collection. I've got an entire Legends paperback collection. So I've got an expansive collection, though in terms of collecting the expensive books, I've started at the bottom. I've tried to get like all the easily acquirable Legends hardbacks first. Uh, some of the, my rarer ones would be Plagueis, Kenobi, and then a couple that I will show off. Here I've got the Dark Empire trilogy. This thing, it would be in better condition. You know, a nice copy of this goes for what? 150, Rick? Uh, I mean, yeah, upwards of 200 easily. Uh, 250 yeah. even. Pay, you know, my wife got this for me as a gift. Shipped it all the way to Zambia. Mm. I've let like a dozen, maybe 15 people borrow it and read it. Not anymore. Nobody else is touching this sucker. (laughs) At this point, it's like good condition, which is sad, but it's very precious to me. And I've probably read this particular copy 15 times as well. Got a couple more that are very precious to me in terms of like value. uh, Yoda Dark Rendezvous. I've got a really nice copy. So this one's like 80. Hmm. Uh, A really, really like, like new copy. It is just pristine. Nice. Absolutely perfect condition. Very proud of that. And uh, I believe who's up? I've lost track. Um, Your rarest hardcover. I guess I'll go. Yeah, I guess it's me. Yeah, Rick, um, Rick's up next. So, rarest hardcover. Um, yeah, similarly, I've got Kenobi, Plagueis. Um, I've got some of the... Um, whoops, let's not break my thing here. <laughs> um, all right, I'll show this one real quick. Here you go. Uh, MedStar on Science Fiction <gasps> Book Club. Nice. Yep. But people try to buy this one off me, and I'm like, I'm not selling it, but thanks. Um, it's like a, a really good condition. goes over 100. Yeah, it's not great condition, but it still has value to it. Um, let's see. And then don't fall. Don't fall. Um, <laughs> I also have the Dark Empire trilogy. Um, so I bought this yeah, from a guy. How many... Go ahead. I got this from a guy who was selling it from Germany. Um, <laughs> like he's German, so it's kind of ridiculous that 
it was internationally shipped, but he was selling it for a good price. Really good dude. Um, so that's the story to it. So both of our copies have, have been shipped internationally, just the opposite direction, I guess. And then, um, <laughs> that's hilarious. I have the, you can't hear me. Ugh. I love that this entire episode, Rick is us <laughs> running to our bookshelves. Yeah. I have the dark forces trilogy and I got these like piecemeal when I found a good deal. And so, um, I think I paid like 80 bucks for Jedi Knight. And then the rest I got for like $10 or less. So the whole trilogy for under 100 bucks, which is great because they go for a lot more, especially as a set, or sometimes Jedi Knight yeah. can be a couple hundred bucks. Um, yeah, that's spectacular. I've been looking really hard at those recently and can't bring myself to spend the money. One more I'll show is uh, Star Wars and History. It's another reference book. It's rare-ish. It's out of print, so not coming back. And it can be anywhere from 80 to like 100 bucks. Um, oh, really? And I really like it just because it's really cool subject matter and it's shiny. It's got a shiny sleeve to it. Um, but yeah, I found this at, at Half Price Books for like 10, 20 bucks. I was like, oh, that looks cool. And looked it up Half later. Half Price Books is a gold mine. Yeah. For they're getting books. smart, though. They're getting smart. So um, are they? Okay. Yeah, they're start, starting to catch How on. Dare they? I know. I know. <laughs> How about this? We talked about the rarest hardcovers. Do you have any like sentimental hardcovers? Any prized or favorite hardcovers? You know, if it's if it's a different answer, mm. do you have any that are like a very special to you? For me, my Darth Bane trilogy mm-hmm. hardcovers are very special to me because I bought them as, as Rule of Two and Dynasty of Evil. I bought them as they came out. Nice. So I remember like going to the bookstore and getting these and like spending my hard-earned lawn mowing money on these bad boys. And then the fact that I would loan out this trilogy, which I would never do now because they're really rare and you know expensive. I would loan these out to all my buddies in high school. Each of these had been read by at least 10, maybe 12, 15 buddies of mine. Hmm. It was just like the lunch table. Uh, somebody would return it, and then the next guy would say, Jared, can I borrow it? And I was like, yeah, yeah, just put your mac and cheese away first. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Let's see. Um... I don't think I have too many that are sentimental and legends. Some of the canon books, like I really liked the Tarkin book and um, A New Dawn. And so I had to buy those books like uh, for a good deal when I could. But those books I wanted to get in hardcover. Um, and so I had to kind of search for them until I found them. But um, I don't think there's many that are like have that sentimental attachment to. Because like you said, I read I read a lot on you got into it a little bit Kindle later. and then Audible. That's really how I experience books the most. So Now imagine... How sentimental some of these are going to be in you know twenty years. For That's you. true. That is true. Yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah. I got a couple that are sentimental to me. This one is I got this one is my Darth Plagueis, which really it's not in the best shape. Like the the dust jacket's seen better days. Um, but like Jared with Darth Bane, I bought this when this came out. This was nice. I was like a junior in high school, and like you know I think like a lot of people like my Star Wars like obsession has kind of like come and go gone in waves. Um, and that was a time where I was very into it. And I was like, you know, super nerdy, spent a lot of time reading stuff on Wikipedia. I'm like, oh, man, the, you know, the tragedy of Darth Plagueis the Wise, they're writing a book about it. Like, I got to read that. So I, I bought it and, you know, held on to it. And now it's like, you know, 60, 80 bucks. Um, I don't, yeah. you know, I'll never get rid of it. It's, and like I said, like, I, I like paperback copies uh, of books for uh, legends traditionally, but, you know, it, it, this is a, this one means a little bit more to me. And then, um, one second, this is heavy. <laughs> This is the heaviest Star Wars book I own, which is surprising that it's not the KOTOR Omnibus. Um, but this oh, is... you've got a heavier one. Oh, yeah. Oh. What a uh, beauty. This is technically two books. It's a reference guide, but it's Legends because yes. Ralph McQuarrie. 
Uh, and it is oh, his, um, yeah, his uh, archive collection. Uh, it has basically all of his work uh, that went into like before Star Wars was Star Wars. Oh man, yeah. and A New Hope and uh, Empire Strikes Back, and then he worked a little bit on Return of the Jedi, but not very much. Um, but it has like hundred, like it's these these are huge. Like and it's not just like oh you open it up, it's a picture, and then you move on. It's like you open it up, there's like many pictures per page, and there'll be like a paragraph on each one, like describing what it is and his process and like what he was doing at the time. So mm. yeah, this thing is enormous. Uh, but it's sentimental because one, I think you know his art is you know gorgeous. I don't have to tell you that. Everyone knows that his art is you know a huge. Wait, who is he? I don't know. Some Ralph, <laughs> my my buddy. I don't know. But yeah, his heart's a, art is a huge part of you know what makes Star Wars Star Wars. Mm. Uh, and but also uh, my fiance got this for me for Christmas. Nice. Uh, she you know like she like isn't the best about keeping secrets. She always like tries to like leave. She's like you know do you want to guess what it is? And I'm like. I don't know. And she like told me it's like at one point it's like it weighs like 15 pounds and it's Star Wars. I'm like I have no idea what that possibly could be. <laughs> it's like it's like yeah. It's like is it a is it an omnibus? Like I don't know what weighs that much. I I cannot possibly even like it's not the like um Paul Duncan like archives books or you know whatever. And she's like nope. I'm like I don't know. Yeah, you stumped me. That's a fun feeling. Yeah. Very fun. That's that's a good one. I've almost bought it a few times, so I might have to once I can find it again. <laughs> Eric in the chat says it, uh, his partner Charlie bought him that Macquarie book for Christmas and carried it back on a plane in her lap. Nice. That is dedication. I mean, you oh my you goodness. can't check that because your your luggage is going to be over the weight <laughs> like instantly. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Just with the book. That's so cool. I love that. Thank you for sharing. Now, uh, Jacob, I do want to give you a chance to talk about comics collecting, at least briefly here. We're going a little bit long. So, like, the basic rundown is, you know, that collectors will focus on collecting single issues, trade paperbacks, omnibuy, and and then this gets a little bit messy in the world of Legends because there's the Dark Horse, omnibuy, uh, their paperback collections. Those have become quite rare. Mm -hmm. Those are really hard to get your hands on these days. So the Marvel Epic Collections have been another way that people are trying to get their hands on these reprints. But some of those have even been, you know, uh, really expensive, have gotten to be really rare. And so getting your hands on some of those, like the, the Legacy ones, for example, I think newer, New Republic Volume 4 Epic Collection is like $200. I think that's like by far the worst one. Hmm. But yeah. I might have that. Or, yeah, Volume 5 is the Dark Empire one, but Volume 4, I, I have no I have, honestly have no idea what's in it, but people freak out anytime it goes on sale. Hmm. Nope, I have two and three. <laughs> there you <laughs> go. <laughs> I love that. Now, do you have uh, any advice for comics collectors, whether single issues, trade paperbacks, Omnibuy, any of this is the way to go? I mean, it depends on what your collecting style is, obviously. Like, for me personally, like, well, one, if you're just trying to read Legends comics, just, like, the just get yourself a Marvel Unlimited subscription. It's, like, 60 bucks a year. You can read, like, all of the old, like, the 70s and 80s Marvel stuff and all of the Dark Horse stuff. Uh, so like, that's just like by far the easiest way to read it. But first, as far as collecting goes, um, yeah, it again depends. I think like, like we were talking earlier, you have to focus your collecting habits. Um, you know, I don't have to tell you how many legends comics there are. It's insane. There are so many single issues for you to like purchase. Everyone would be, uh, 
almost impossible uh and a uh <laughs> you'd be running around for a long time so focus your collection you know if you really love you know the old republic or you really love legacy or you really love the 77 series you know you can work on picking up single issues one at a time uh going through like back issues at comic stores is a good way to do that and it's also just a fun experience to just like thumb through the long boxes um so i do that but then yeah. like also yeah i think hardcover omnibuy are, are a good way to collect they are coming out still pretty frequently the uh, epic collections yeah. another good way to collect them um yeah i think it just kind of depends on what you're doing i think for me personally i'm in a stage where i'm not buying them right now because i can't afford them but uh, like if i if i was in the like if not if i didn't have not an unlimited budget but if i had a decent enough budget i'd be collecting all the omnibuy as they came out um yeah and then for me, I think a long-term goal in the future after I graduate and have adult money again um, is I would personally love to uh, collect single issues of the 77 series. There are 107 issues. Like, that's a lot, mm. but it's not unattainable. Um, but I think it'd be a fun thing to do, uh, you know, mm. uh, just like to be like, you know, I have all of the original Star Wars comics. Like, that'd be so cool. Uh, so, that, you know, I got one behind me, uh, the... Uh, a first appearance of valence uh but oh i've got that too yeah that's a good one so uh, i think that's a that, like that's a fun future project for myself to like kind of like have something to work towards because you know like you know jared's chasing his legends hardcover collection i you know i can have my uh marvel single issue comics collection not to read them don't get me wrong that they're kind of <laughs> wacky and uh, are not really star wars at a lot of times but uh it's just kind of a you know it'd be cool to yeah. have that as a set I do love that advice. Collect a single run of comics. Take your time. With single Pace issues. yourself. And I did this when I was a teenager, a preteen teenager, with the Marvel X-Factor series from the 80s. Like the original team of X-Men teamed back up. Um, it's got the, the Inferno crossover. Jean Grey comes back from the dead. It's a, it's absolutely bonkers. Um, and I've got all, all 70 issues of that. And I, it took me like, you know, 10 years. Yeah. And uh, so... Really love that advice. Absolutely. The, now, yeah. The other thing, like, really quickly is, like, you know, pace yourself. Like, don't be like, you know, if I, even if I say, like, I'm going to collect all of Legacy, don't just go, like, on eBay and just start buying issues. Like, you should really, you know, look at how much they normally go for. I would usually try and go for, like, you know, don't buy it unless it's a deal. Like, you don't mm. need to drop, like, $300 on the first appearance of Revan. You can, or if it's the Old Republic, you can, you can hold out, you know, take your time, pace yourself, find a good deal. Don't just like, you know, pay the, you know, the top price for it. Because I think that's also part of the fun is trying to hunt down and find those, those good bargains when you can. Absolutely. That's what I was going to say. Definitely. That's, that's my, my best tip. Cause obviously I've got an issue. I, I have a problem y'all. Can we have some therapy? We've talked about it. And <laughs> yeah, I mean, this episode is yeah. at least half in. That's right. And so I do have a problem, but I will say, um, I am good at finding a good deal. And so I have a big collection, but that yeah, doesn't mean I've are. paid top dollar for everything. I've gotten, you know, uh, some some deals. And uh, Jacob, what you were saying about wait till there's a better deal, I was thinking wait till you find a chump because that's when you. <laughs> I'm just kidding, but no, seriously though, like uh, finding a good uh, a good deal is a big a big deal, huh? Uh, and so yeah, um, that, that's what I would echo. Is my my best shopping collecting tip is like you said, don't just impulse buy. Okay. I probably shouldn't be willing to say that, but yeah, no. only impulse only impulse buy if it's a good deal. How about that? That that has the Rick stamp of approval. 
Any other any other tips here? Now's a good time for us to get into our tips on collecting. So focus your collection on one specific thing, eh. so a specific facet. In fact, the first eh. time I heard this advice was from none other than uh, Freddie was here. He loves this guy, Steve Sansweet mm. from Rancho Obi Wan, like the mm. biggest Star Wars collector in the world, in the history of Star Wars. Uh, Steve Swan- Steve Sansweet is the biggest Star Wars collector there has or probably ever will be. And he actually gives this advice. Focus your collection on one mm. thing. So like BB-8. Do a BB-8 collection. Anything and everything you can find with BB-8, get it. If you're going to focus on BB-8, don't get R2. Get BB-8, right? Focus that collection, Rick. Just get your Sith Funko, right? Get the one thing. Um, uh, specifically with Funko, I started off by collecting the Bounty Hunters. I completed it, and then I moved on to the cantina. I was trying to complete like, the cantina, and now I'm trying to get um, Legends Funkos. That's like an ongoing, an ongoing collection. Then you know, like the Ralph McQuarrie concept art ones. I've got you know maybe half of those, but uh, it's not like oh, Freddie. I said Rancho Obi Wan. It's yeah. Freddie. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. He said he's a lifetime member, and you can be too, <laughs> using my promo code. No, uh, I love that. Excellent. Um, any other advice, guys, uh, on collecting? I would. I think Rick is is another good proponent of this. But uh, join uh, some collecting like Facebook groups. Like find mm. find find the outlets of where you're gonna be. Like you know, eBay and thrift books are always great. But there are good places to meet with um, with uh, similar creators or not creators, collectors, because mm-hmm. um, they're going to have some pretty sick stuff that you might not be able to find elsewhere. The one down, I guess kind of downside is you're less likely to find like a steal because they yeah. know what their stuff is worth. <laughs> right. Like you're, you're not going to find someone like selling a, selling a Tarkin for 20 bucks very often on these Facebook pages. But you, you know, if you're looking for, if you're looking for something specific, you can probably find them there. I've yeah. still found some really good deals. Oh yeah, in it happens. Groups, sure. Including yeah. including our Discord buy swap swell buy swap swell get swell buy buy swap sell group in our Discord. Sometimes people are like, "I'm moving. I gotta get rid of these books. Yes. I don't have time to like try to get top dollar." Or, "Hey, I'm not trying to make money off this as much as I want to help out another collector." Mm-hmm. Those are when you gotta swoop yes. in. Yeah. Um, and so, definitely, our own community is a good place for that. As well, another piece of advice that I have when it comes to collecting is enjoy the hunt. Mm. Let it be fun. Otherwise, it's just greed. Mm. If it is a hobby, it's a hobby, and enjoy having fun with it. You know, for me, I'll take my kids. We go yeah. on like an hour-long trip to another nearby town. We check out the used bookstores. Yes. We go get ice cream. We go to a playground. We bring a friend. Um, I'll buy copies of books for friends. Like I bought uh, a loner set of the Thrawn trilogy, and I've already put those to good use. So there's a lot um, in terms of enjoy the hunt and share it with others. And uh, let me ask you guys this. Any, you know, closing out, and then we're going to do a little stupid game. Okay. Um, what's your holy grail? Like one book that for you is the absolute pinnacle crowning achievement of Star Wars, specifically Legends books, but you can go outside of that if you can. What's one that would for you be the absolute um, pearl of great price, if you will, mm. worth selling all that you have to acquire. Okay, I, I, I'll, I'll go. It's not. It, it is Legends. Um, so it's not one book. It's a series of books, um, and it's not even the most expensive one. It just to, like the accumulation of the whole set just kind of gets a little pricey. And that would be a full set of uh, Galaxy of Fear. 
Uh, a lot of my Legends collections, like I said earlier, uh, collecting st- stems from nostalgia. And I had a lot of good memories as like a young kid uh, getting these from the local library and reading them at home. Uh, so yeah, oh, yeah, I think uh, I, I got uh, the other like series I read a lot as like a kid was Last of the Jedi, not Last Jedi, but Last of the Jedi uh, by Jude Watson. I have that full set. Oh, I love those. Um, yeah. But yeah, a Galaxy of Fear um, set of those paperbacks would be pretty great. And some of them like have like foil covers. They're you know it's 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 the nineties, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, right. So yeah, that would be it. Would be a nice fun uh, collection to get down the road. There are some really fun collectible ones. I've got a holographic one. Yeah, yeah. It's more like a trading card than a book. Mm. Oh my goodness. Okay, Rick. Hmm. Man, I don't know. I um I've kinda as far as books go, I've kinda stalled out because yeah. I'm content. Like I said, I'm still trying to find more hardcovers and what we said at our, our magic thriftery shopping tour trip video from like two months ago. I want to find a book I don't even know exists yet, you know, like especially like a reference book or something that is really off the beaten path um, and that is a gem, you know, that like I got a garage sale or something that somebody's selling for super cheap, doesn't know what they have. I would probably tell them, you know, hey, this is rare. Give you here's a little extra for it kind of thing. But at least I hope I would. I probably would would <laughs> not and then regret that later <laughs> or something. Anyway, um or, or I would say I another that. answer would be anything that Jared wants really bad. Um, I would like to have. <laughs> <laughs> you you got to beat him. <laughs> yeah, drink came out my nose. It really did. That's great. <laughs> okay, well, I'm not going to tell you what mine is. We're moving on. Oh, okay. Man. No, mine is. You guys want to guess what mine is? I would say it's the limited edition Dark Empire signed by uh, Vetch and Kennedy. Oh, I've got it in the show notes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there. As I googled this, there's actually more than Beach. one limited edition Ooh, Dark Empire really? out there. There's another one, the collector's edition, that has the audio drama CDs Ooh. with it. I just discovered this like live on the air, and I'm tingling. I'm tingling. Mm. So, um, so you typing was you going on eBay, right? That was the it, it placing your bids. <laughs> no, no, I'm not. I'm waiting till after celebration. Huh? This is like the holy grail for me. Like. This will be maybe to celebrate graduating from grad school or, you know, paying off the car or something like that, right? Um, For me, the Holy Grail, there were limited editions of Dark Empire 1 and 2. They're (laughs) leather-bound. They're signed by both Veach and Kennedy. Mm. And Veach just passed away. May he rest in peace Mm -hmm. and never be cloned again. (laughs) And these were – they're limited to a 1,000 – copies each mm. and they're uh they've got a slip case oh wow and they've got a slip case they oh, are wow. some of the most beautiful stuff and they're sleek like it obviously the art is so extra and it's not on the cover the cover is just star wars mm. dark empire in like embossed yeah oh yeah it's nice Okay, guys, we've got a fun game before we close out the show. Thank you, Jacob, for being patient with us. We've gone long, <laughs> and you have been an absolute champ. Here's what we're going to do. And everybody here in the chat gets their chance to play right along with us. Here's what we are going to do. We are going to play Legends the Price is Right. Hmm. We're going to guess the value of about, what do I have, seven or eight Legends hardcovers here. Price is Right rules. If you guess over, you lose. So, um... We are going to start at the beginning of the timeline with no Googling allowed. I'm listening and watching for fingers typing. Okay, here's the list. First and foremost, 
Jacob, <laughs> you're our guest. You get to go first. And everybody in the chat will give you time to guess as well. Dawn of the Jedi, Into the Void. How much is the hardcover worth? We're talking like, you know, good condition here. Mm-hmm. I want to say this one, because I, I have seen a lot of these books on your list on Facebook. So this this is going to help me a lot. I want to say this one is $40. And Rick? Um, I, I have this one and I didn't pay that much for it, but I might have beaten like a rush. So I'm going to say 20 bucks. Yeah, so Price is Right rules according to the value that I found. Rick wins. However, Jacob is closer. Now, all of my values are done by, you know, averages that I pulled up in about 20 minutes of research. So they're all disputable, hmm. but this is my show, so don't you dare disagree with me. Um, yeah, the price that I have for this is 35 35 is what I paid, like, last week. <laughs> what I paid, like, last week. And we're talking about, like, an average of sold eBay listing and hmm. the Smugglers Group, you know, recent... Uh, recent sales there as well. Dawn of the Jedi into the void, $35. So a little bit over the original, a little bit over the original hardcover price. Mm. Now, why are these rare? They're no longer in print, mm-hmm. you know, and so some are more uh, collectible than others. Also, demand. Demand is a big part of it. That includes books that people love. Uh, Plagueis is especially rare. Kenobi's rare, that sort of thing. Revan and Bane. I'm, so forth and so on. I'm pretty sure that some of those those book groups can actually drive the price up pretty good. You know, like unintentionally. If oh sure, start talking yeah. about them, and then all of a sudden the price keeps on going higher. <laughs> well, you also I've also seen price crash on some books. Like ask someone who mm-hmm. ask someone who bought a Dawn, uh, a new Dawn a year ago how much they spent on it now and how much it goes for. Uh, it's yeah, it's a uh, it's wild. It's way cheaper. Yeah, huh. mm-hmm. that's not good. How much is yeah, it worth? There's now? one for. It went from 200 65? to 60, yeah. Okay, okay. I didn't pay 200, so that's good. But <laughs> I don't remember what I paid, but I think it, Oh, uh, Timothy got me a deal. He found it for like 10 bucks somewhere, which was nice. Yeah, I, def- I definitely paid yeah. more than 60. I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> There's another piece of advice. Find a friend who will have your back. Yes. Okay. Yes. Next up, we talked about Dawn of the Jedi. Next up, Clone Wars Wild Space. Shout out to Eric who loves this book. Did it with us on like Episode three or four of Legends Look Back, Clone Wars Wild Space. How much is the hardcover, the hardcover. worth? Um, now, this was also hard to find at Bannerless. Uh, tough to find as a paperback that's Bannerless as well. That's ooh. valuable in its own right. But how much is the hardcover of Clone Wars Wild Space? Jacob went first last time, so Rick, you are up this time. 125. 125 is Rick's guess. I know. Jacob, are there two, uh, are there two Clone Wars books like? Uh, yes, okay. no prisoners is the other. Okay, I know one of them is like ballpark two 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 hundred two fifty. I don't know which one it is. I'm gonna guess. I'm gonna guess one seventy five on this to play it safe. Good guesses, both of you guys, as well as from the chat. Everybody else is guessing. We've got a guess for one eighty. We got a guess for forty five. The value that I found is, and obviously these things can fluctuate, but recently one fifty, one hundred and fifty dollars is what I found for Clone Wars Wild Space. I wouldn't sell it to you for that much because I can't afford to buy it for that much either. <laughs> I don't have it. I don't think I have any of those in hardcover. I, I might have. I think no. I have the Clone Wars novelization in hardcover. That's what it is. But I have the okay. trade paperback for those. I think. Yeah, I've, you know, with the Legends hardcovers, I've tried to start at the bottom yeah. and get the affordable ones, work my way up. All right, next up, The Last Jedi. Legends, not the not the canon one. The Michael Legends Reeves Last novel. Jedi, starring Jax Pavan, and boy, is it bazonkers. Okay, hold on, hold on. This is Sci-Fi Book Club, right? <laughs> That's the only way you can get a hardcover, is that correct? Or That is correct. Was this a late published book? 
It is. Actually, Jacob, I'm not sure. It may not just be SFBC, but it, it could be. I don't know. Yeah, I, I think it's like, I think oh. it's, uh, I'm going to say 200. And Rick? I don't even know, like a ballpark on this. So I'm going to go Price is Right style, $1. <laughs> $1? Okay. And Eric in the chat. Wins with $250. Wow. Uh, yes. I hate to break it to you, Eric, but this is, in fact, an auction, and you He's have now agreed wow. to pay for that book. That's right. Yes. $250. you got to sell one of those lightsabers, my man. <laughs> All right. Um, and next up on the list is none other than the Legends classic masterpiece, The Crystal Star. The Crystal Star is book number four in tonight's show, Spinning the Big Prices Right Wheel. Rick, what's your guess? Ten dollars. Ten dollars. And Jacob. I have no I don't even know what this book is. I'm gonna guess I'm just gonna guess twelve. It is widely regarded by many, and I have to admit I've never made it all the way through. It is widely regarded by many as the, and we mean this with love, the worst Legends book ever. Worse than now, Ruins of Dantooine, or is I? I just I've not I've not read either. Okay. There's a reason. Okay. All right, and I'm gonna read them both this year. Try, I'm trying to hopefully. Anyway, all right, ready for the total? Four dollars. Four dollars <laughs> is the average price. On I overpaid. The crystal, the crystal star hardcover. There's I, giving these away. Week, I see. Sometimes I go into used bookstores and there's ten or twelve. Yeah. Da, 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 just lining. The yeah. Shelf. That's the same way with uh, like Children of the Jedi and a couple of the other ones that are I think Utini tier three, tier three or tier four on the reading yeah. order that you can find pretty easily in their Jeep. Yeah. If you want to beef up your hardcover collection, yeah. chances are the half price books near you has 15. Yeah. And next up is the first printing of Heir to the Empire. First printing, there were four original hardcover printings of Heir to the Empire. They all had different color covers. <laughs> uh, the first printing of Heir to the Empire. Okay, hold on. So, Jacob, you're up first. Hold on, clar- clarification here. So, um, what are we saying is. determines this like the true first that like there's a whole thing i didn't research it it's a a numbers yeah here i can show you right now well like Uh, because like i've got one that says first edition it has like the the first edition doesn't mean anything right like like basically the 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 library congress first printing i still am not up with my here i can show you right now yeah Yeah, so first edition for people if you throw first edition for star wars books i messed up no no i'm not i'm not blaming you i'm just i'm informing the 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 audience first edition for star wars means literally nothing unless it's heir to the empire the anniversary edition that's the only star wars book ever that has a second edition (laughs) first printing you know they they basically do printing runs there's this weird series of numbers It'll differ how they're used based on publisher, uh, but for Del Rey, and I believe Bantam is the same, the far right number, the far right digit is the printing number. Uh, so for this, uh, my Plagueis, it's a one. So it's the first printing. Uh, so that's how it works. Well, I've heard for other publishers, I got sweat in my eyes, sorry. So I'm like having like an eye stroke over here. <laughs> but uh, the, yep, the lowest, so the lowest the digit on, out of those digits there, like the lowest mm-hmm. will be the print number. So even if it's like yeah. in the middle, if it's a one, then you have a first print is what I've heard as well. Um, yeah. So, yeah. So that first print, it's like they, you know, it's literally they print them all at once. They yeah. stop. And then they print another set. 
but it, and there can be changes like you know if they find typos the publisher might update the copy and everything but it still will be a first edition but the, pr- the printing changes change. yeah yeah right. um i suppose that is relevant information for tonight's show i'm yeah. pretty sure i have a first print of air to the empire no now whether it's the true first print because jared weren't you not talking about how like you said the color difference and like zon yeah recognize zon them? has he does he's got a whole tirade on this and it's I used to know it and have forgotten, and I made way for other knowledge, like <laughs> how much a Kenobi hardcover is worth. I, okay, I think it's my guess on this one. Still, I, th- I have, I honestly have no clue. I'm gonna play it safe and say like fifty bucks. And Rick, uh, I was thinking like thirty bucks, just because I have one. Yeah, from what I have found, a first printing is fifty dollars. Really cool, but on the nose, regularly on the nose. good condition. Yeah. Very good, very good. Are we keeping score? I'm not keeping no. score. <laughs> I think Eric is winning. He's not even on the show. <laughs> and uh, first printing of Air... Uh, anyway, a hardcover good condition of Air of the Empire can go as low as 20. Um, and so mm-hmm. I found quite a few that go for about the 20 to $50 range. And then uh, two more, Kenobi. Kenobi, very much, uh, very much a, a very desirable book these days for some reason. Yeah. How much? Uh, we're doing average... A Kenobi hardcover. Yes, I've averaged, uh, recently sold, good condition, like excellent to very good condition. Right. I'd say an average eighty bucks. Hmm. I don't. Yeah, he nailed it. It's eighty. Wow. <laughs> okay. I was like, I was like, I was like, I th- my <laughs> my thought was like sixty, seventy ish range, but I didn't know if they've gone up because of the show recently or. Hmm. But Rick's making a comeback wow. here, <laughs> making a comeback, and finally, Shadow Games, the Dash M. Dash Rendar novel, mm. um, where he is a bodyguard for a pop star. It is really ridiculous and very fun. Was there a SFBC of this one? It is SFBC. Ooh. Okay, and this I, one's for all the marbles. This I, you know, I believe I remember you talking about this during our uh, Shadows of the Empire crossover. I still don't know what this book is, uh, but I do remember it now that you said Dash Rendar. It's a sleeper hit. Uh, I'm gonna guess this is a sci-fi book club, and you know, some weird, I don't know, book that I'm. I'm just gonna guess a lot of people want it for some reason. Uh, so I'm gonna throw out like 120. And Rick, I think I have this one, and I didn't pay a lot, so I'm gonna say 15. All right, the average that I have found is $135. Whoa! <laughs> I hope I have this book. I'm going to go check my boxes tonight. <laughs> yeah, yeah, if so, if so, you should sell it and make some money back. <laughs> I need to. It's kind of a hard time right now. Okay, I'm not crying. I'm actually just sweating, but like the tears are coming now, so it's bad. Well, Maybe it's my debt well. filling up within me. That's coming, but we are going. <laughs> this episode is over. We have had a lot of fun. Jacob, tell us what is coming up next week on the Cosmic Force. Obviously, as I said, Monday night, we've got uh, the Essential Legends Collection episode of the Living Force. And then Wednesday. Wednesday. Uh, next week is the one-year anniversary of the Cosmic Force. We launched uh, the beginning of April 2021, and somehow it's been a year later now. Uh, so, yeah, it's going to be a little celebration of the past year of the show. Some of the comics that have come out in that past uh, that past calendar year. Uh, and, yeah, some of the favorite moments and what we've enjoyed about making the show so far. And, you know, hopefully maybe a look ahead at what's coming in the future. So, yeah, uh, if you, uh, you know, I hope you join us. It's uh, It'll be a lot of fun. 
Definitely. I'm so proud of you guys. I feel like you're like our podcast little brothers. It's like I thought we were going to get canceled after two months, and somehow Corey hasn't ripped us off the air yet. I still, um, yeah, I'm proud of you guys too because I'm learning a lot from your show. Like, because I am new to comics, and I've gone back and searched YouTube for like specifically Utini, of course, and Cosmic Force, and like, okay, where do I start for this? Or I remember I watched, um, the Mutiny of Moncala, like live, and I like I just picked that up at the store. I was like, hey, I know this one. You know, it was really cool. <laughs> Hold so, on. Good job. Yeah. I literally was listening earlier today, and oh, what was the episode? The one before the round table. I'm like two or three episodes behind. Oh boy, um, I don't even. Oh, was it a was it Paolo Villanelli artist spotlight? Yeah, is that yeah. It? And it was at some point in the episode, you guys were directly talking to me. And I was not there in the live chat. I was in my car. And I was like, no, yes, ah, nobody can hear me. <laughs> it was quite the experience. So if you guys are not checking out the Cosmic Force on Wednesday nights, you're missing out. You're bus- it is absolutely one of my top three or four favorite podcasts on the internet. Wow. High praise. And I'm not exaggerating. Not exaggerating. Mm-hmm. That does it for this week. Thank you, everybody, for being here hey, with us live. Thank wait, you. Wait, I didn't, I didn't get, ah. I didn't get to show off my my Star Trek action figures. <laughs> Thank you, everybody, for joining cut us the cord, for Legends. Cut the cord. Look back there, not the kind of collection we are looking for tonight. Thank you, Jacob, for podcasting with us, uh, and uh, want to say, of course, thank you to our incredible patrons for your amazing support. Especially want to thank, okay, Indar, Brian Dooley, Earl Q, Patrick Ortiz, and Carl Sander on the Jedi High Council. And then on the Alliance High Command, Matt Billington, Elizabeth Cloutier, Freddie C., Sally, and Chris Eilerson, and possibly more, because let's admit it, I forgot to check if we've got any more patrons. (laughs) (laughs) Remember, everybody, to sub to the channel and leave us a review in your podcast platform of choice that helps other people find the show just like you did. Want your thoughts right on the show? You can email us at legendslookback at utini.com. You can send us a message. Try this again. You can send us a message in the Legends Look Back Discord channel where everybody's screaming at me about my opinion on Revenge of the Sith's canonicity. <laughs> you can leave us a comment on this episode on YouTube, or you can find us on Twitter at Legends Look Back. I'm at Jared Q. Mays. Rick. At Rick underscore Grace. And Jacob. At Jacob Bausch. Wonderful. If you're looking to buy some of these books, such as all these Legends hardcovers, I don't know if we've got links to the Legends hardcovers. No. Probably not. Probably not. <laughs> they don't sell those on but Amazon. You can, buy, you can buy the nice, crisp, bannered copies by going to utini.com, clicking the Amazon link in the profile, and then you can uh, give us a few cents to help keep the lights on, and you get yourself a nice, clean, crisp Legends book. Of course, after you've read the book, you can leave us a review and let us know what you think. Remember, everybody, to keep the teeny fan code and be a force for positivity in the fandom. May the force be with you. This is a Utini broadcast.